Some were going to practice. Hey, to do they practice, we practice. Dude, I'm so mad. Hey, like, my Facebook feed that. for the last week and a half has just been like me being excited about going to Duck Games, and it pisses me off. Oh, I know. <sighs> do you remember when you posted it last year, and you're like, I do remember. Thank you, fucking Facebook. Yeah. It's like, hey, remember when you were excited about anything? Uh, All right, man. man. Are you ready for a good-ass show? So ready. All right, here we are. We're back again. It's another edition. It's another episode of my show. And welcome to your life. There's no turning back. Even while we sleep, he will find you. It's that guy over there. Don't say it like that. Don't don't intro me like that. Unfortunately, he's introducing me, Alex, but I don't know if he's the best to ever do it today, <laughs> but he's still that guy right over there. I'm acting on my best behavior during my back on Mother Nature. <laughs> it's me, one take Jake, back in the saddle again. <laughs> we are joined, it would not be the, the show we know and love today, uh, we are joined by the third man in the booth, the mouth of the Deep South, it's Robin. That's right, it is. That is Robin. Was that your Russian Robin? <laughs> yeah. Hello, it? it is Robin. What is up with it, guys? Hello. Hi. Hello. You know, <laughs> we could do it, uh, um, some sort of Borat thing. Hello. G- nice to meet. Nice I to like. meet you. Yes, very nice. You'll never get it. If you want to but find us on time, Facebook, go to Red Arrow Production. Yes, very nice. Yes. On Instagram, Red Arrow Production. Great yes, success. <laughs> Great success. Very nice. Great success. Red Arrow P on Instagram. Uh, no, that's Twitter. Twitter. See, this is what happens when I try to do it. I don't know why you tried hey. to do it. I was waiting for you to throw it my way, and you never did. Well, I just let you go. Well, because I, I know you got big news. And, uh, news. We'll get to that in a second, but I wanted to oh, at least no. unburden you from you know <laughs> having to do the social media. So from that, I, I want to throw to you, Alex, with the big news. Here we go again. News, 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 It was confirmed on uh, Monday, August 31st, that uh, pre uh, or post pre Malone will be giving birth to our first child, uh, on the estimated date of March 29th. That's going to make her postpartum Malone. <laughs> <laughs> remember when I made that joke? No. No. Oh. <laughs> Don't remember that? No. I'm going to, for the record, I remember when Robin made that joke. And so when you said it just now, Jake, I thought you were making fun of him making right. that joke. No. I, I thought you were going throw back. And then when you were like, no. No. Oh, I just made that up. So, yeah. Shut up. Hey, having... Same team. High five. Same team. High, High five. five. Very nice. So we're having a kid. Uh, March 29th is, I say, I don't like saying due date because that makes it seem like it, anyone actually paper. knows what they're talking about. Like, who was actually born on their actual due date? I was two weeks late. See? What about you, Robin? I have no idea. I don't care. See? I got here uh, when I got here. I was, my due date was like, I, yeah, I like June. Where the shirt I have on. My birthday, my due date was like June 28th, and and I thought that date was lame, and I copied Robin. So, yeah. like, 
that's how that worked. Like, I don't – due dates are stupid, but sometime I'm guessing towards the end of March or early in the April, uh, a kid's going to show up. Um, we we knock on the door. Hello? Like, hey, hey I, it's Bob here. I'm not going to – we – I mean, not just me, her also. We're going to attempt to not find out the gender. Oh. Like – the only way that we find it out is if the ultrasound person like stumbles upon him like Captain Morganing like a champ in there <laughs> and just tucking it into a sock. I was told uh, I was told there was no doubt on, on my ultrasound. And so if we can, if it can be avoided, we're going to because from kind of my perspective and it's one I think I convinced my wife to agree with. I don't know if she had it initially, but. Uh, knowing the gender before the child is born helps you with only two things. Names and what color you're going to paint the bedroom. And the bedroom's already going to be colored some sort of a neutral color that matches the decor of the rest of the house. Yellow. Yellow's a good color. Yellow's the best color. Um, and then picking out the names. And we've already decided on Astrid. names. Astrid, yes. And then turd ass, depending <laughs> on... Which which gender it is? We oh, already have names picked out, regardless of gender. So, why? What, like, what, let's have what, it be a surprise. What are they? Let's hear I them. Vol- I volunteer oh. to test the stroller. <laughs> 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 Only if you buy a what is it? A Firebird? Only if you buy a Firebird. I can make that happen. You can make that happen. He does live in. <laughs> Douglas I know. There are, there the are Firebirds one. around. I can, it will look exactly the same. That maroon with the ugly cloth <laughs> maroon interior. Oh. Um, so the names we have decided on, if it is a a male, I don't want to gender identify too soon, but if it's a male, we are going with uh, Miles Jeffrey. Oh. And then a a. Female uh, will be uh, Charlotte Hayden. Charlotte's a good name. Love I, Charlotte. Big fan. Uh, I uh, Charlotte was on the short list for me. It's a good. It's that's a great. You can great call name. her Charlie. You can call her. I Charlie. would just like to say that Chuck. I hate all baby names. Yeah. Um, I don't think any baby should have a name. I think <laughs> they should pick out their own name at some the point. Sign. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it all it all comes down to um, as a teacher, like every name on my roll sheet, I either think, okay, your parents are stupid, or I'm going to make fun of you. <laughs> That's fair. Well, That's so, fair. Have I have I told you guys the the journal story? You're gonna write now. I think so. Yeah, I, 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 I think I've heard this. I think you're almost certain that you have. Uh, well, Probably. my a friend of. Uh, my dad's was having a kid and we're, we're sitting around having beers and like, okay, we finally came up with a name that we don't think anyone oh, yeah. can make fun of. Yeah. You've heard, definitely heard this one. And mm-hmm. we're like, Oh, okay. What is it? My dad and I, you know, reigning smart asses of the area. <laughs> and they say journal. And without missing a beat, my dad and I in a single voice say urinal urinal. <laughs> and this person was crestfallen because they were certain <laughs> they were certain they had found the silver bullet to keep their kid from being made fun nope. of. It's like, no, your kid's gonna get made fun of no matter what their name is. Nope. You may as well kids, just pick out something you like. I'm just gonna say it. Kids need to be made fun of. 
do. by both adults and other kids their own age. This is why I'm here. There is this weird there is this weird gray area of like bullying and stuff that happens where it's like the kid is too old to be picking on the little kid, right. but definitely like too young to be like an adult, right? Like a, a sensibly thinking individual, and that's when it gets fucked up. Right, right. Like if you're if you're a third grader, sixth graders should not make fun of you. Exactly. That's yes. mean. But a senior in high school needs to be throwing you some shit. Exactly. Like, <laughs> and it's like not. And like uh, the thing, the thing that gets lost in translation is it's not like it's not like you're trying to hurt somebody's feelings. No. This, these are the rules of engagement of of yes. dudes. Really, is like you learn you learn who your friends are and like what you can talk about and what you can joke about by pushing the envelope and finding out right know, where you can go what you can say what you can't say you know that's and that's part of the human experiment and, and a lot of that that the the senior to third grader relationship ends up turning into like a mentoring kind of thing a lot of times you'll see that senior be like Oh yeah, fourth graders picking on you, third grader. All right, well I'm going to talk to that fourth grader, and then they shove him in the trash can, and then they don't pick on that kid anymore. Right. So it it ends up becoming a bonding thing. That's exactly. I I remember um, I was hanging out. I was I was in that sort of situation. I was the senior, and I was hanging out with like a third grader, and like, we're at this basketball court, and this kid in sixth grade, like, looks sixth at sixth graders are shitheads. Yeah, I'm he, just say he it. looks at this kid, and he's like, "Hey, you want to play one on one?" And like I know what's gonna happen. Like I've seen this. I've seen this right. movie before. And I'm like, and I just look at him. And I'm like, you can play him if you beat me. I've got. The, I'm like, I've got the court right now. <laughs> yep. So I'm 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 holding court. If you want to play him, you have to beat me. And it was 11-0, and I think I had, <laughs> I think I had 14 blocks. <laughs> you better have. I, I count. I think I was counting. And, and like I think I had something like that, and when I finally hit my final my final basket, I decided my last shot had to be from very far away. So I, I took a just few. to just to make sure. Yeah, they so know. I had to take a few, and I was enjoying playing defense because I could tell the kid was being mad. He's doing he's gonna do something mad, and <laughs> who would you have? When I turn around and I, I make the final basket, and I, I keep my you know hand in the air, boom, game, eleven zero. Peace, and he's like, he like looks over and he's like, you don't have to be such a dick. And look, I'm like, oh, <laughs> is, did did I do to you what you were just about to do to him? Right. He's like, yep. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. You'll think about that next time, won't you? Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he's like, no. No. Dumb sixth grader. I'm like, all right, you want to run it back? We'll play some physical basketball. <laughs> Dude, it, I don't know. <laughs> Fucking kids are stupid. It, I can't wait to have one. <laughs> well, Robin, I mean, you get to you get to dispense justice, like in, yeah, in quite PE. often, yes. Like like what's the best job in the world what's, for that? What's the <laughs> best part? Like, do you got what's your favorite so, dispensing it's justice funny, as story? You were, as you were talking about the the sixth grade little jerk, I could picture one in my head, <laughs> and just this this like four foot nothing super cocky somewhat athletic kid and me just tagging him in the face with a dodgeball 
<laughs> because he will not stop running his mouth. And then the next time we play something, he starts running his mouth, and then I have to put him in his place again. <laughs> eventually, eventually the kid just stops coming to school because his parents suck at life. And he's just like, sometimes you can learn a lesson, and sometimes there's just kids that they're not going to learn it until it clicks on their own. Yeah. That kid, I hope he comes back later on, and maybe we can have a conversation. But in the meantime, I didn't mind reminding him of who he was. You know, like, <laughs> he was, he may have who been able to, yeah, who was you have? Like, I don't know. It's it's definitely it's definitely a, a fun position to be in sometimes. And then occasionally you'll get a kid that'll just, like, I'll just get it handed to me. You know, like, it doesn't happen all the time, but playing dodgeball, I've been hit in the face more times than I can count. Right. <laughs> Most of the time it's because I'll be focused on one and then, like, four others are throwing from the side. Well, because like, you're okay. the target, you know. I mean. Right. I mean, I, I should Every, be. Yep. Teacher's the target always. Yeah, the best should be. Like yeah. I remember jumping into like at, they have a, a trampoline. I mean, there are a few of the trampoline places up here, but one of them has the the dodgeballs in it. And if you're an adult in the dodgeball room, every child wants to throw at you. Yeah. Yeah. Typically, I'm the I'm the guy though that's like, all right, bring it because I'm going to get you back. Oh yeah. <laughs> you might get me, but I'm going to get you back. See, I've learned right? I've learned the subtle art, especially on trampolines, of making kids eat shit. And like, <laughs> like hitting them in such a way that like the damage to them is worse than what it should be, but I caused none of it. Like I, I have right. plausible deniability. Like kids uh, running, and I, I throw the ball so it hits between their legs, and like the knee pushes they, the yep. ball into the back of the other leg, and then they just <laughs> face plant. And, uh, like, and I know that's my target, but I'm aiming low so I don't hit them in the face. Yeah. I didn't tell you to run. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's not, hey, I, and then, like, you look over, you have to do that ooh face when you look over at the parents on the side who are just cackling because it's the first time right. little Billy has eaten shit. And, like, That's <laughs> dodgeball deniability right oh, there. Man. Dodgeball deniability is the name of this episode. <laughs> I like it. Dodgeball deniability. Noise. Um, yeah, I don't have that any of that at my job. <laughs> Did <laughs> you work with adults? Well, one, one, uh, I relinquished all of my authority uh, as of Monday, uh, August thirty first. Um, but even, even when I was like the manager in charge of the warehouse, like uh, I found out real quickly that the crew of of employees I had didn't respond effectively to like encouragement basically right it was like hey guys do you think that you could complete this very like justifiably asked task please and then i'd find out that that task got ignored but when i came around the corner and i was like hey you fucking idiots do your job the jobs would get done like adequately and on time you see yeah i can relate to that when i was working with fruit like, I just kept the smoldering demeanor that at any moment I might yell at you. Might yell. <laughs> like, I'm in a great mood, but I might go off at any moment. I feel like that's uh, that's me every day as well. <laughs> but the thing, the thing is, is apparently if you spend all day screaming at adults, 
um, the other adults in the building want to know why you're such a dick. Right. But then you have to explain. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm not this. I I don't have uh, you know the dodgeball deniability in here. Like everyone's <laughs> like, no, you you knew what you were doing. Justified or not, do you really think you needed to call him a goddamn fucking moron? Like I'm like, I, probably not, but it felt good at the time. Yeah, it, it like felt good real idea good at the time. Like, uh. and at one point, like <laughs> my my actual bot, right? I was the head of the warehouse. The guy who oversaw me would he had to travel to different places, and so there was a, there was a couple times where he would be like, "Hey, man, like." I'm definitely not going to fire you, but, like, maybe we'd be a little more professional. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I definitely will be more professional for the rest of today because I know you're here. <laughs> and then he would laugh and walk away. Like, I was like, I embraced the construction environment. Like, even though nothing was being built in my warehouse – we work for a construction company and we service construction workers. Uh, that came out weird. Um, but yes, so it we, did. Uh, so so we, I would like construction. Bingo. When we isn't that Grand Theft Auto? I don't know. Maybe. Seems like it. I think you just. I think Rockstar just hired you. Um, the <laughs> someone needs to. In all of the interviews that I that I put. More on that in a minute. I definitely. Like, stressed, hey, this is a construction environment. We don't, like, speak nicely, right? Like, there's inappropriate language and innuendo and jokes and there's ribbing and we're going to give each other a bunch of... He just of, said ribbing. Of, I did. That's a wrestling Was term. That, oh, is it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did all of those things. And so it was like, if you don't want to work in this environment where your boss, me, might end up calling you a fucking idiot... Then just I get it, man. It's totally fine. You don't have don't take the job. See, that's that's the trade off. I get dodgeballs. You get to call people fucking idiots and keep your job. You see, I, I did. I do recall like you had a story specifically where like you called someone a goddamn idiot and they got all butthurt about it. And then so you like made up a fake HR form. <laughs> then, I did do that. <laughs> and then you're like, hey, yeah, it got reported that you know I called you an asshole and. You know, if we're going to play it that way, we're going to have to play it that way. But that means a certain amount of things are going to have to change around here. Now, if you want those things to, to, to change, then they can change. Or this can go away. This paper yeah. that Alex had made that existed only <laughs> to made him. Up. I made it up. I was like, oh, listen, awesome. if you guys are going to get me written up, I'm going to start writing you guys up. And trust me, on a daily basis, y'all do stuff to get written up for. Now, that's a, that's something I can definitely relate to because, like, the kids will be like, hey, you let us cuss in here. I'm like, yes, I do. And for that, you're not going to say anything when I accidentally say ass mm -hmm. or fuck because I got hit in the face. So don't go tell mommy that I didn't <laughs> get mad because Joey said fuck. And at the same time, don't go be turning me in. Because right. I got hit in the nuts and said motherfucker, okay? Because <laughs> so you get hit tits. in the nuts, you little motherfucker. Let's play this game. Let's go. <laughs> I like, in the perfect world, I just imagine you as uh, Kenny Powers, as a, like, doing Thunderdome. <laughs> 
Oh my god. I yeah. Like, not that bad. But I get it. Can you just like get get behind the door? I like you're really killing my vibe here in my my zone of learning that we've got. <laughs> <laughs> I started. Oh, I recently good. started rewatching that, and oh my god, it's it's definitely a show they couldn't get away with making now, but it is right? hysterical on every level. Have you watched Vice Principals? I have not watched Vice Principals. I I started it, yeah, and that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I I think I just wanted it to be. Kenny Powers too much. I don't know. Yeah, I like that's what I that's what I was hoping for was basically Kenny Powers as a vice principal, and I and it it was like the space force right. Everyone was like space yeah. the office in space, but I like space force for what it is. It's separate. Mm-hmm. I right. was on the other side of that with vice principals, where the whole time I'm watching it, I'm going, why isn't it just Kenny Powers in a high school? Like, just because- put Kenny Powers in a high school. Honestly, you see, you see a lot of that stuff is similar down that yeah. road. So that's what makes it so much it's like, that you want it to be. It's like, yeah, they yeah. they went close C- enough. Commit, commit. Yeah, they they tickled it enough that you just wanted yeah. to be it. Where Space yeah. Force is like, it's not the Office. Yeah, they didn't even. They didn't. Re- not even close. Like right. it's very, very, very different. Yeah. Yeah, they don't reference it. They don't anything where. You still get those Danny McBride moments, but he's right. in high school, and you're like, "What? Just make the whole show that." Well, I think just make the whole thing. They found a good blend in Righteous Gemstones, I think, with Danny McBride, because he's yeah. like, I, "I'm just right at the end. I've got one more episode <laughs> of uh, season one, then I'm off to the races." When is season two happening? Do you know? Don't know. Don't know. Be a lot cooler if you did. Yeah, wouldn't it? But in any event, like he he has the exact right amount of just flying off the handle and being absolutely insane. And he flies off and pulls it back pulls in. Pulls it back in right right away. It's like right? it's so controlled. Yeah. I love it. So good. Yeah. Agree. Agree. And like agree. I'm, I'm, yeah, I and I agreed with him. What? Why would two people do that? <laughs> It's definitely it has it has been confirmed. I think we've talked about this before, but season two has been confirmed, but there is no additional information as to when production has started or when a release date of the season will be. Uh, But it's happening. For sure. Not related, but but movies and all that. We talked about Chadwick Boseman. No, we haven't. That happened like on Thursday. Like, wow. Blew my mind. It's crazy to me, like, added what added to the the tragedy and the shockingness of it is that somehow, at least for the the casual fan of Chadwick Boseman, like I like Marvel movies and stuff, and I know he was in Forty Two and some other stuff, but it's like, as the casual Chadwick Boseman fan that I was, the fact that he was able to keep four years of cancer, like. Right. Like, I, I don't, hidden or like, they were like, he died. And I was like, how? And they were like, cancer. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, he's had it for like four years. And I was like, bullshit. Did you see, yeah, did you see like, Black Panther yeah. my ass? <laughs> this guy's a badass. Like, right. what? And every single time I saw skinny photos of him, I was just like, oh, he's probably doing a movie. Like, 
Well, see, I think that's what a lot of people thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. I mean, I was like, he must be getting ready to do some sort of mechanic or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right? Like, you know, like he's just losing weight intentionally, but no. That sucks, because from what, from what I've read, you know, he had every intention of beating it and, and starting to get that weight back on to do Black Panther 2 and just didn't. Now, now like, i got to bring Michael B. back. Michael B. Jordan. Well, either that or or his sister yeah, becomes she, she could be the Black, Black Panther, Panther. Which, which wouldn't surprise me if they did something like that because the with the way um, not Infinity yeah in, the Infinity War was the last one Endgame the way Endgame had the whole female superheroes thing it wouldn't surprise me if if that's the route that they went. That's like the it's it's like one of the few. Uh, like movies slash characters in that Marvel universe where I don't think it would feel like pandering to make the switch. Right. Yeah. Like, like if they were just like, Hey, Spider-Man's a girl now. You're like, or like Thor being a girl. Yeah. You're like, that doesn't in the the comics. Right. And, but in a plan for the next movie too is yeah. Natalie Portman, right. Is coming back. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that concept to me feels so forced of like, we need to show women acceptance and right. But like black Panther, that movie specifically was so like embraced by essentially the black community. It wanted to be embraced by like it worked. Yeah. 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 Also, it's a great movie like that. Let's not shy away from the fact that that's a well-made film. I mean, it was, it was nominated for best picture. Yeah, it was so good. It is. And then you've got, so it's like, it it hit on every level it was supposed to. Everyone who was supposed to like it liked it. And if you did a successful movie at the same quality and shifted a female into the role, everybody would just be like, hell yeah. Well, and here's the reason why. We're kind of, we're we're missing a major step of the process and that's they've built her already to be a badass. So when you that's see true. her step into right. that role, she was, yeah, she was super. Yeah. She, she was built role. as a strong character from the word go and not as a, Hey, look, here's a strong character. She was built right. as right. this is a character and who happens to be a woman. Uh, they, right. the same thing they did in Deadpool two with, uh, what's her name? Um, Domino? Domino. Domino. Zazie yeah. Beats. Yeah, yeah, she's she's a total badass. And it doesn't it doesn't matter what gender she is, that character that is a badass. Yeah. It just happens yeah. to be a woman. And that's what they've done. Uh the same sort of thing with uh with War Machine. Or, or you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, this side or the other, you know, or excuse me, that's right. uh, Captain America, not War Machine. You know what Captain I meant. Yeah. You know, Captain America can be Falcon because they've built him as a strong character. It doesn't feel like okay, well, let's just make him black because... No, it's like, they built a good, strong character who is black, right. and that is the next Captain yeah. America. That's the way it goes. And that's the way, you know, that's that's cool to me. It's super cool. So, yeah, I hope, I hope that, right, like, it all... That Marvel's able to maintain that level of quality and, and artistry and stuff that they brought to Black Panther... Yeah. After Chadwick's passing, because like, I mean, I would assume he would want that also. Like, yeah, 
Well, if anyone can do it, I mean, it's going to be Marvel and Disney. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've got the budget. (laughs) (laughs) I learned actually watching, you know, I'm a sucker for top ten lists on YouTube and whatnot. And I actually learned that a lot of the best parts of Black Panther were actually ad-lib moments. Like the the Hey Auntie line is ad-lib. Yeah. Um, when he goes in to talk to uh, the the Mountain Kingdom and they all start grunting, that was all ad lib. Like that wasn't in the script. Mm. Like the guy just does it and everyone starts doing it too. It's, it's, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. The white guy tries to talk and they're just like, oh yeah, oh yeah, we can. All, we're just gonna yell until you stop. <laughs> Yeah, so but that, yeah, that was just that was all that was all random. They that was yeah. So a lot of that movie was just off the cuff, and and I think when you have like the stories that they're doing, the way that the the way that the actors seem to be working together, it's like you can do those sorts of things. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's another thing with that with the Black Panther um, in the comics. Shuri does become the Black Panther at one point. So I mean, it's not like it's completely out of left field so fair enough i didn't Nailed i didn't it. know that because yeah. I, I haven't read a lot of black panther i haven't read any black panther to be honest i haven't read a lot of it but i mean it's it came from a storyline where um a bunch of the villains like dr doom and um namor and there was somebody else it was they were trying to convince black panther t'challa to to join them and something happens and he gets in a coma and so she becomes black panther and I don't know. It's a it's an interesting yes. story. That's that's yeah. that's badass. <laughs> that sounds like right. a cool ass story. Right. Actually does. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I've got a not so cool ass story, man. I am so yeah. oh my god, I'm so annoyed with being unemployed. It's like Ooh, that would be a good name too. Annoyed with being unemployed. Yeah, I I don't know. Uh-huh. The last one's better. <laughs> Dodgeball deniability is better. <laughs> dodgeball deniability is better than annoyed with unemployed so i go in for an interview <laughs> knock it out of the park because i interview well and mm-hmm. like it's it's one of those interviews where the person interviewing me is using very affirming language like so this is what you will be doing when you know when you come aboard uh this is like showing me the entire process like Tell like we we discussed money, we discussed hours, we discussed all this all this stuff, and they're like, okay, this is Monday at 10 a.m. and they're like, okay, well we have another interview Tuesday, and so we'll definitely get in contact with you by Wednesday. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm like, so if I don't hear from you Wednesday, I'm gonna call you Thursday. They're like, okay, cool. No, and so fast forward, it's now Wednesday evening, and I get to call them tomorrow because they didn't call me. So. <laughs> And here's here's my my whole gripe and my whole complaint about this whole this whole thing, is there is now like by the time I make the phone call tomorrow, there will have been like 38 to 40 wasted hours of just time when someone could have told me what was going on. Yeah. Because the next stage in the process isn't hiring; it's talk to the operations manager. It's a second interview. So. As soon as you were done talking to that other, the other candidate, you knew what the next, what your next step was going to be. Maybe not immediately, but within the next several minutes, you had a pretty good idea as to what you were doing. And so, with that knowledge, you decide to just not make a phone call for two days. Sit on it, yeah. 
And so I'm getting kind of annoyed with this at this point. It's like, mm-hmm. come on, come on, man. Like, I, come on, man. We all, we're all working to here for the same goal. Like, we're all stuck in this bullshit. Like, it's not that hard. Right. It's not that difficult. You know, that's my job is kind of nice in the opposite realm because I work in a small school district. Like, if I want to get something done, I know who to talk to and what order to talk to them. And if I have to, I'll bring the filled out paperwork for them to sign. You know, I just Mm – it's much easier to expedite a process when you know where you got to go and you don't wait on other people to be like, well, let me – I'll get back to you. No, I'm not doing that. You'll get back to me. I'm going to go talk to you. Then I'm going to go talk to the next person and I'm going to talk to the next person. Like today, I was – I was talking with the principal about we need uh, a better spot for our weight room. And he was like, well, see if you can come up with a plan. I'm like, I will. I went and found the janitor. We went and looked at all the different buildings. We figured out where to put storage and create storage and create a new locker room. And basically, I wrote out like 500-word plan of what to do. I'm like, this is what we can do. I took it to the principal. He's like, that's awesome. All right, let's make it happen. I'm like, cool. Easy money. Yeah, Easy much money. better. And, and that's that's the deal, right? Is it's like I'm not I'm not asking Microsoft to make a decision here in three days. I'm asking a company with less than a hundred oh. people to make a reasonable assessment. Right. That's yeah. That would that's hiring people for the warehouse that I was running. I was lucky enough that. Every person, like I, I never didn't hire the guy I interviewed, right? I, it was, it was always references, right? And it, these were good people who came in. Sometimes they worked, sometimes they didn't. But from the interview part of it, it was like I'm definitely going to give these guys a chance, right? Right. Except for one, about a month before this little swip swap in my profession happened, I had to we I. Let a guy go. We, we talked about it on the show. Fired his ass. Um, and so when hiring the replacement, I brought in one guy for an interview. It went really well. I legitimately wanted to hire them. And then the realization that COVID-19 makes it very hard to train somebody to drive a truck on an Intel campus that they've never been on without being able to have somebody else in the truck with them. Like we got one person per truck rule on campus, mm. but you've never been on the campus. So here's a map to a $73 billion <laughs> a year facility. Don't get lost or break anything. It's not a way you train somebody. Right. So I opted for like an in-house transfer, right? I talked to some other managers and stuff and was like, Hey, you guys don't have enough work. Let me have your guy. He's already been trained to drive on the campus. Uh, what I did was something that has never been done to me, which was I contacted the person I interviewed and let them know that due to COVID-19 and some other training restrictions, I opted to go with an in-house transfer and let them know that they interviewed very well and had a global pandemic not be been happening would have definitely hired them. In their instance, they already had a job. They were just kind of scouting for something right, better right. type thing. So there was kind of no love lost, no bad blood. I wasn't the asshole who didn't hire the unemployed guy who's trying to feed his family. It was just like, hey, man, 
keep the job you got because I went somewhere else, but I just want you to know it went really well and I'm sorry. And it seemed very appreciated from that part, right? I don't know how many times I've interviewed, thought I killed it, and then just Never hear from nothing. them again. There's just nothing. And you're like, like, I get it. You didn't have to hire me, but, you know. Like an hey, email would have been nice. Yeah, don't hold your breath. Like, okay. I interviewed I interviewed with the East Oregonian to be a sports writer there, and they did this, that shit to me. Like, same sort of deal. Talked salary, talked living situation, talked hours, talked beats. And then Bears and Battlestar Galactica. And then <laughs> and then they're just like, never heard from him again. And so I call him up just a week later to see how he has been. And I said, I understand about the food, baby, but we're still friends. Uh, <laughs> no, I said, but what, what happened? Like, what's going on? Like, oh, we decided to go in another direction. I'm like, well, cool. I would have liked to have known that. False. Black Bear. <laughs> that's what's up. Like, and that's kind of... That's kind of why I did it was like I, I was like for the first time in my life I get to be the guy who says yes or no on a hire. I say no and I'm going to tell that person. Like right. I don't want if if he's actually trying to find a new job and it wasn't just somebody told him this would be a cool place to apply, why not find out? If he's actually trying to find a new job, he's not holding his breath thinking he's got my job. Right. Like Go get it, man. I j it just seems so... It, I guess after firing somebody, it's easier to just tell them you're not going to hire them. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing. Maybe that is the thing. But I, I just don't understand the like the anxiety that I think these people have over telling, breaking them the news you didn't get the job. Right. <gasps> I mean, and even like you didn't I, get the job. Like I said, I mean, you could have just emailed mm -hmm. me. Send me an email yeah. that says, hey, we went in another direction. Like... Yep. Send to me from a no reply for that matter. Like I don't care. Let me let me know anything. Can you imagine if like colleges didn't send out the unaccepted letters? Right. It just didn't <laughs> let you know that, whether or not you made it. Yeah. You just apply to like twenty colleges as a high school senior and then just nothing. radio silence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you, you have to call twenty admissions departments, and all twenty of them have. 30,000 people calling because every yeah. no one knows if they got in or not. <laughs> just uh, the, or, or on top of that, they also don't tell the people who did get in, so now everyone's calling and it's just a roll of the dice whether the <laughs> guy's like uh Jorgensen, Steven, you made it. <laughs> you made it. It's like it's like You're who in. made the team? Everyone's standing up on the campus like trying yeah. to read off the wall like read off the <laughs> Like all the kids checking what what role they got in the play. Right. Am I the lead? It just it seriously looks like a summer camp out there. Everyone just has all their everything, <laughs> just waiting to find out whether or not they're going to go to college. And if this one doesn't work out, they got to head 30 miles up the road to go to Columbus. Oh shit! I got to go to Corvallis. Fuck this. <laughs> ah, that's that's why colleges are 30 miles this apart. Is bullshit. They're like, nope, sorry, you got to go to Western. You're like, hey, everything's coming up Millhouse. All right. You're all sweet. Gang's teriyaki. Hey. That's so, that, uh, I don't know why that was so funny to me, but just a bunch of kids standing around like, did I get to college? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, and there's like the God. one kid, like <laughs> the one super poor kid, and he's like, I made it, everybody. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> it's like, I got the Pell Grant, oh, I'm God. in college, I'm 
want to do something with my life. It's like, sorry, you don't, like, you're in college, but you didn't get any classes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're going to charge you for a dorm room, but you can't enroll in any credited classes. You get to live here. You, you qualified for the dorm rooms, but you did not qualify for education. Oh, heartbreaking. <laughs> so, uh, be- just before the show, I was I was watching Family Matters, um, the first season. And Did I do that? No, like, I'm three episodes in, no Urkel yet. I mean, he was like a late add to that show, wasn't he? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually watching it to see where the change occurs, like, when it goes from being a serious, like, people, uh, black people living in Chicago dealing with the issues that black people deal with in Chicago show to being, here comes nerdy Urkel who has a, a crush on Laura. Haha, look at his science thing. Well, it lines up with when the ratings came back and the second set of writing happened. So <laughs> they're like, oh, nobody's watching this show. Let's fix it. Let's Wait, white people not living in Chicago, not dealing with the problems that black people deal with while living in Chicago don't like this show? They don't understand it? Weird. Throw a nerd in there. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Put it on TGIF <laughs> right after Step by Step and Family and uh... throw a nerd in there and see what happens. TGIF oh and Saturday morning <laughs> cartoons are two things that need to come back the best, immediately. The best block of TV. You like go to bed watching fire television and you wake up watching fire television. Like that's how you like. like I remember sometimes I'd wake up and the the Cowboys of Moo Mesa were on. I'm like that happened like three times in history and I'm like today's gonna be a good day. <laughs> Today is going to be a you good know, day. So, so there were always – there's two things here I want to talk about real quick. One was the Saturday morning I woke up and Snorks were on. <laughs> and I was – there was a brand new show. It had never been Snorks, on. so good. And I was like, what is this? It's like Smurfs but underwater. And they're all different colors. It's amazing. So Blew good. my mind. But nothing changed my life more than when we got USA Network – and they did Sunday morning cartoons. Oh. I was like, oh, what is this? Sunday morning cartoon express? We can have we can have cartoons two days two in a row? Days? Yes, two days in a row. Oh, my God. It was the greatest. And then Sunday. What was the, Sunday early the afternoon. Laugh Olympics? Sunday early afternoon, you had American Gladiators. So, like, the, the weekend was just, da, 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 just awesome television all the time. If the uh, if the football game was a stinker, so American good. Gladiators. And if that sucked, I could turn on my Sega Genesis and play NBA basketball. NBA Jam. Just like the real game. I just Or I watch remember. NBA on NBC. Thank you, John Tesh. <laughs> I remember, like, <laughs> I just, I just remember uh, how, how many nights, like, not the specific number, but many nights going to bed Friday night with like the Topanga boner because she was the hottest girl on TV. <laughs> like, just no doubt, no doubt. And then you wake up in the morning and you just got, yeah, just this block of beautiful cartoons. And I remember, like. The realization that Saturday morning cartoons like weren't a thing anymore because mm-hmm. they started like, changing. Like yeah. they they stopped being a certain way, and the format changed right about the time we we hit adolescence. It it yeah. was, it was the start. The end of it started because of Saved by the Bell. They started with Saved by the Bell, and then they started 
moving in more live, live action. action because it was Real cheaper shows. to make. Hang time. It was cheaper to make. Yep. Yep. And we, and that, well, I remember when it happened, okay. it was like, okay, you move on to end of middle school, high school. Lots of Friday nights are spent, you know, the, the sleepovers at the friends' houses. You're playing outside. You're playing video games. You're doing bro stuff. You wake up in the morning and you're still trying to hang out, get get more fun in before whosoever parents come to pick up whoever. Right, because right? once one kid gets picked up, that's a domino effect. It's a domino. And then you – so the cartoons weren't the way you spent Saturday morning anymore. But then I remember, like, having to, like, babysit, like, little, like a little kid, you know, niece, nephew – not nieces, nephew, but, like, other cousins, things like that. And you're like, oh, it's Saturday morning. It's 7 o'clock. I'm going to give this kid a bowl of cereal, and I'm going to throw on, you know, some snorks. I'm going to throw on some cartoons. <laughs> you turn on the TV, and you're like, these are not cartoons. What is this? Like, what? Why is Jack but, Hanna on? Yeah. What the hell yeah. is this shit? What, I'm like, why I'm like, is, what would you do on? I was like, yeah. this is not, this is not a thing. This is not cool. This kid is not entertained by Betty Snowden's <laughs> reality. Like, I'm like, get out of here with these hats off to real yeah. estate. Yes, get out of here. Shout out Betty mm. Snowden. Oh my god, <laughs> I would have, I would have put a picture of Betty Snowden on our Instagram and just see what happens. Betty, did, did you ever catch Saturday Night Main Event? Oh, I watch wrestling all the time. Back with. No, I mean, like, when it was on, not now. I mean, no, not really. I've never got to say, oh, man. The first time that Saturday Night Main Event happened, I'm pretty sure Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior wrestled each other, which to me was, like, like the meshing of the two greatest wrestlers in my mind. Right. I was just like, oh, and it's on at night. That reminds me, there was a on NBC. There was a question that the I got asked during the interview, and because like they asked me about when I left Third Leaf, and I was like, oh yeah, you know, I got laid off. It was pretty much my favorite job here ever. And he's like, well, it sounds like you know you like that job a lot, and they liked having you there, and like you know if they called you back, would would you want to go work there? And I said, well, let me put it to you this way: for a long time, my favorite wrestler was Hulk Hogan. And then my favorite wrestler was Ric Flair. Now, Hulk Hogan still holds a very important place in my life, but he's not Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> so, you didn't do the woo in the interview. I did not woo. I'm going to be disappointed. I did not woo ah. in the interview. But I did, yeah. I did make several references. Like I, I try to entertain myself during <laughs> interviews. So, oh, so anyway, the whole reason I brought up Family Matters... Is, oh yeah, back to oh that. yeah, yeah. I forgot um, about what we were talking. I had about. this I, this kind of <laughs> silly idea as I was watching it. Like, it, it seems like the one thing I've noticed about television and movies and stuff is that they're trying to maintain this level of normalcy. Like everything in the movies and television is still normal. Like mm -hmm. people are walking around at the bar having a good time with their buddies. Everything in TV is still normal. What I want to do acting acting. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, what I want to do is create a sitcom in the COVID era, like, about a successful businessman who has to come home and homeschool his four children. <laughs> I like that. And Ooh. I want to call it, like, the new normal. <laughs> Isn't that... 
Isn't that a show? Well, if it is, I'll call it something else. I think it else. is. In any event, we'll call, it something, no, else. call it something else. It's a working title. Uh, Jake Adelphia. Jake Adelphia. But if, Jake, Jake, Jake Adelphia. But I, it's just like basically <laughs> revive Everybody Loves Raymond, right? But put it in the COVID era and take Ray Romano out and put someone that's not a charisma vacuum in that role. I can't believe <laughs> you just said charisma vacuum. <laughs> he definitely did. Yeah, Ray Romano <laughs> couldn't get over in a hot air balloon. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I Now I'm just trying to think of who isn't a charisma vacuum. <laughs> right? Oh, God. Like, you have to take all of your main uh, TV oh. players out, like anybody who's on ABC or CBS. Steve you Carell. Get Wallace. Steve Carell would be for, uh, fantastic in this role. Or actually, He would be good at a lot of things, though. Dave, David Wallace would be great. Yeah, that's who I would go with, David Wallace. Like, bring him back on? But does he even want to act anymore? All right, well, then get Ed Helms. He does it for fun. Yeah. Ed Helms apparently has a new show that that will come out at some point, maybe. I can't believe that I waited this long to remember this. It's maybe the single best news Ever and this week I found out I'm having a child. <laughs> For context. For context. <laughs> Alex, take it away. This is this is similar to when Borderlands Three came out and I called it the most important event of the year and it was the same year I got married. Um, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger has been is is going to produce and star in. A TV series. What? Mm-hmm. It's a TV series in which he is an international super spy of some sort, and he and his daughter get caught up in some sort of big situation involving world powers and espionage and spy stuff. And I cannot wait for long-form Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> to be a part of my life every day for the rest of my life. It sounds like True Lies, but without Jamie Lee Curtis. That's exactly what the article I read described it as. Um, (laughs) I'm hoping that they bring back Eliza Dushku to be his daughter again. Oh, yeah. Get her acting in something worth a shit. Get get Mel Gibson back into action. (laughs) Mel Gibson, the damn summer. Summer. Did Did we talk about the Brendan Fraser... Like, why he is the way he is nowadays, and, like, why it's good to see him on the comeback trail with the boys. I don't know if you spelled it out, but we talked about... You Wait. just mentioned it. Yeah. I had mentioned... Is Brendan Fraser and the boys? The... Not the boys. Um, uh, not Do- Is it Doom Patrol? Something. He's in something. Yeah, new. Doom Patrol. Oh. He's like a robot guy. Okay, I was like, wait, who is he in The Boys? Because they did great makeup. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Val Kilmer's in... Uh... Well, also in Doom Patrol, you can't tell because he's a robot. So, I mean, oh, great makeup. Fair enough. Uh, but anyway, so the story of Brendan Fraser, like, he busted his body up doing the Mummy movies. And, like, to the point of where he couldn't work. And, like, his oh. his body was, like, seriously fucked up. And then he got super depressed because he couldn't work anymore. And then, because he was super depressed that he couldn't work anymore, his body went even further into shit. And then his wife divorced him. 
took half of his nice. shit. Um, and so, yeah, he's been on the comeback trail for a little while, and so he's had a rough go of it. But but Brandon Fraser is our boy, and we will defend him like like you know. Yeah, have y'all seen the first Mummy? That shit was bomb. One of the greatest movies I've uh, ever no, seen. No, I have not. What? Do you know he <laughs> you went? To, he went to college in the city where you live. Me? Arnold Street? Yes, you. No, not you. You. Why would it's Seattle? <laughs> Wait, he went to Seattle Pacific. <laughs> no, he went to Cornish College of the Arts. Oh, he he went to Cornell. Yeah, <laughs> one of those. No, it's that's awesome though. Uh, it's coming back. Colonel, and it's the highest rank of the military. In the military. <laughs> <laughs> that's where that's where my cousin. That's where my cousin went Jake to college. Can't take it. It's the same thing. That's awesome. <laughs> no, that's uh, I I can't take it. That's that's the wall right there. Uh, <laughs> that's a it's very thought. it's very sad because I'm trying to look up what he looks like in Doom Patrol, and if you if you Google Brendan Fraser right now. Like the most common thing that pops up is whatever happened to Brendan Fraser. <laughs> it's just like every other article that's popping Maybe up. Maybe they like, should ask Jake. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> I knew Jake knows. So they could go to badfacts.info yeah, okay. and they'll find out on next week's podcast. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, that's, yeah, man, that's crazy. Uh, oh, that's crazy. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's, I got a lot of TV to catch up on. But, you know, these oh, people. Man. They could have been anywhere in the world, but they're here with us. We appreciate that. Make sure you're checking out all of our social medias. I'm, I'm going to be posting some more some more of my gaming exploits because they're funny. Anyway, for this episode, this edition of my show with Alex and Jake, good night, universe. That's a podcast. Good night. Good night. All right, later. Good night. Later. Good night, boys. Good night, boys. Assalamu alaikum.